1: Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael.
2: Well, I'm so happy that you have tuned in today to your discipleship coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. I'm excited for today's episode as we open a conversation that I'm simply calling Let's Explore serving. Let's explore serving. You know, some people in the church, from our perspective, can seem almost like heroes. I don't know what it's like for you, but sometimes you walk into a church, maybe the church you go to every week, or visiting a church, and you hear the worship team, and you wonder, how in the world did this church— uh, rally such talented people to lead in worship. I mean, just we we have so many churches with skilled vocalists and instrumentalists. Or maybe you look at other heroes at the church. I was at a church, a pretty large church, and there was a particular greeter who helped organize other greeters. And this greeter seemed like he remembered thousands of people's names. And it's amazing. He can go weeks without seeing someone remember their name. And to me, it seems almost heroic. (laughs) Or I look at the people that are on the stage at a church, and they are service hosts, and they share announcements and lead from one thing to another. And we can sit in the pew or even be part of the service, but look at these people up front and feel like, my goodness, you are just almost like heroes. And then we look at the those that that lead our youth and our kids' ministries and those that organize the big events every year. And it seems like the church can be filled with superstars. Well, today we're talking about this idea of serving, and we're going to explore serving. And I look at what it looks like. Like, what is it that is our goal? And what do we strive for when we think about this word serving? Is it to be one of these heroes, if you will? In fact, I look a little a little less prominent uh, roles, people that lead small groups, and some of these small group leaders are are true heroes. They, they're they pastoring people, caring for for people in the church. Or I look at those that are on church leadership teams and church boards, and they're making decisions, and you think, my goodness, these are just people rich in their faith, leading the church, and we can look at that worship leader or that board member or that small group leader and feel like you know, that's what I want. That's what I want to become. That is what I want to be. And it almost looks like we're looking at these heroes, if you will. You know, some ministry is seen as great because of what I call the performance factor. I want to talk about worship just for a moment. As we look at serving, and we look at what we're striving for. I want us to think about this performance factor. It's true as a church, and I lead a church as a pastor, serve a church as a pastor, and we want great skill in our musicianship. Some churches hire musicians. Some use all volunteers. So, you know, we have a different approach. But I'm looking at the performance factor. We want great musicianship. Even more, what we want is a sincere heart of worship from our worship leaders. I, I look at it this way. Good performers— are not necessarily good worship leaders, but good worship leaders may perform well. And I'm thinking about this idea of, of serving and looking at people that are out front and thinking, well, what do we want to become as those engaged in ministry and serving in the local church? So from those of us in the quote-unquote pew, being on stage, I want us to know, is, is not synonymous with serving. That singer on the stage using their great gifts, the instrumentalist, the service host, those in the public eye, that is not the equivalent per se of serving. Those that are in leadership positions, I'm going to remind us of this, that leadership is not synonymous with serving. Just because you lead a group, you work with kids or youth, you lead that pantry ministry, you work in the parking lot, or you lead by serving on a church board— That does not mean that just because you lead, you are serving. See, many churches develop strong leaders. Churches develop individuals with strong leadership competencies. But today we're not talking so much about leadership. We're exploring serving. So I want to leave us with this thought, or I guess start us with this thought. Leadership development does not equal discipleship. In fact, this idea of discipleship is what we call followership development. See, our goal as we mature in the faith is not to be great leaders, but to be followers of Jesus. So when you add a discipleship element to this idea of serving, some of us use a discipleship approach and we say, I want to help people discover their spiritual gifts. And and we have all kinds of different tests that we take at assessments to identify spiritual gifts. As we think about serving, we also know that it's important to recognize and identify, even state, what we are passionate about, to clarify what we desire, to consider the resources that we have available and access to. And we we hear this idea that we're supposed to serve according to our giftedness. Now, I'm going to say something. I hope it's not too controversial, but I don't think that's where we are supposed to start. I do think that serving according to your giftedness is part of the process, but it's not where we're supposed to start. In other words, I'll say it like this. If you could say, I have musicianship, I love leading people, I desire to bring people into the presence of God, I own my own guitar, therefore I should be a worship leader or at least on the worship team. See, I'm I'm all for leveraging who you are and what you have to serve the church. And 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 those that actually are outside the church, I'm all for using who you are. But I want to introduce this thought today as we explore serving, that serving as the servant, it's not about me. It's not about me and my skill and my gift. Serving does not start with my gift. Rather, as we explore serving today, I want us to, to hear this truth that serving starts... With the pleasure of the master. I'll say it this way servants serve. See, serving is not some glory ministry that that elevates us. Serving is this low position of humility where we are servants to the king's mission. So, serving, therefore, does not start with what I want or how strong of a gift I have. Serving starts with what Jesus wants. So if you think about the discipleship component about exploring what serving is all about, serving starts with knowing God. We cannot truly serve from a biblical perspective without knowing God, without seeking him and developing a faith maturity, without knowing and engaging with God. So serving starts with knowing God, but serving continues with loving God's family and and meeting the needs of God's family. So when we think about starting everyone and saying, find your fit, take this test and find out where you're gifted, I'm thinking that we're starting in the wrong place. It's part of the process. But the beginning is, is to know God and then serving continues with how we love other people. And then what we think about this discipleship process is we, we coach people to know God and we coach people to, to love the body of Christ, then serving then starts with knowing God, continues with loving God's family, but expands to aligning our gifts and our strengths with the needs of the church. So we can expand by aligning who we are with our service and our heart for God. See, I want us to think about it this way. If serving starts with knowing God and continues with loving God and expands into aligning with God, our gifts with God, we are reminded that serving is not about me. Serving is not about me. It's not about my score on a test. Serving is about others. Serving is not about me. It's about doing what helps others. Serving is really not even about finding my spot, See, our service, as we explore serving today, our service is about helping other people find their spot. Serving is about helping, helping other people find their purpose. Serving is, is the act of a servant, where we are not self-advancing, but we are advancing others. Service is about Others. Now, again, I'm all for serving according to our skill and our passion and our gifts, and I think that's biblical, but it's not where we are to start. Serving starts with knowing God, continues in loving God's family, and then expands as we align our gifts and our skills and our passions to to please God. Our service is a worship unto God. So this whole episode, we'll break down more of this in the second half of the show, but serving is about giving, not achieving, not receiving. Serving is worship unto God. Our ministry or our service can expand, but not abandon, (laughs) abandon the idea that we are here for God. See, there's a discipleship component to serving, and it's all about being part of God's family, serving God's mission. We're going to take a little break and I'm going to be back and we're going to talk more about serving. Let's explore serving. So I want you to hold tight and keep listening. You're listening now to your discipleship coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. In this episode in particular, we're really putting the emphasis on this, to helping you apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. So hold tight. Keep listening. You're listening now to Your Discipleship Coach on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. And we're back. Thank you for staying tuned. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith. I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Today's episode, let's explore serving. And I want to begin the second part of the show with the words that come from Jesus. Matthew chapter 20, verse 28. Even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. As we explore serving today, I want us to know that serving is about the advancement of other people and not yourself. In fact, Jesus came to serve others. It was not self-promotion. It was the advancement, ultimately the eternal promotion of others. Serving is not about self-advancement, but the advancement of others. Also, According to these words of Jesus, we can synthesize that serving is about giving. Jesus gave his life as a ransom for many. Serving is about giving to the needs of others rather than finding your place. Serving is about worship unto God and giving to others. Serving is not about expecting recognition or rewards. You know, I've seen people, maybe you have too, but I've seen people get bent out of shape when they, they've done service in the church, maybe pulled some weeds and, you know, no one called out their name or said thank you. Or, or maybe there's that, that person serving donuts or producing videos. Or how about this one, teaching in the nursery. And they don't receive a special uh, recognition or a special reward. And I would say we want to give recognition. We want to honor people. But serving— Serving is not done for that recognition. It's done unto the Lord. There are people that are picking up trash in the sanctuary, and sometimes they're doing it just to find the value of recognition, where the value is found in the humility of serving. So let's explore serving. See, serving is about selflessly offering our help. It's offering our love to those in need, just as Jesus did. It's not so much about our giftedness. Serving is about our love, our love for God and our love for others. Serving is about embracing this word, humility. Think about what it says in Philippians. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility. Value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but looking to the interests of others. This is what ex- uh, serving is all about. So I want to explore some practical ways to serve others according to biblical teaching, and let's take a look at that now as we explore serving. Galatians says this, "For you were called to freedom, brothers, not or excuse me, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through the love Serve one another. See, serving is an expression of love, loving others. And when we love others, we are actually reflecting God, who who gave his life for us. Serving others, quite frankly, is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to reflect Christ, capturing the character of Jesus. So let's explore worship. The truth is this. God does shape each and every one of us, but he does it not so we can be promoted. He does it for his service, his mission. Ephesians chapter 2 explains that we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. See, serving does not showcase our talent. Serving rather showcases God's master plan. Serving is not about how great I am. It's about how great God is. It, it showcases God's workmanship. Serving is about aligning our gifts and our skills with God's purpose. Let's explore worship. I was called into vocational ministry when I was in college, and I was in a prayer time, and God called me to be a pastor. I responded to that and and my ministry has developed uh, ever since that calling I finished out my schooling I I earned my certificates in pastoral ministry I've added some education but I've I've grown into this coaching space my my calling has developed and morphed a little bit and I think of it like this not every christian has the same calling and not every christian has the job of a pastor But every Christian has a calling to ministry, or I'm going to say it like this. Every Christian has a calling to service, selfless service. So I use this word ministry as we explore serving. I'll ask, what is ministry? Ministry is simply when you use the abilities God gave you for someone else's benefit in Jesus' name. You know how God uniquely forms different animals like a cheetah to run fast or a dolphin to swim or an eagle to fly high? An animal's uniqueness helps them in their context. But the same is true for human beings. Each one of us have been uniquely designed by God. We've been uniquely designed designed by God on purpose, for a purpose. And that purpose includes this. This is why we serve, so we can glorify God. We serve so we can serve God's plan, his mission. We serve as a unique contribution and offering to God. See, David praised God for his incredible attention to detail when he said this. He said, you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, David writes, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it full well. We're going to explore serving based on the fact that God formed us for his service. Rick Warren talks about this in The Purpose Driven Life. He says we all have a shape, S-H-A-P-E, spiritual gifts, our heart, our abilities, our personalities, and our experiences. This is interesting. See, starting this way, that we start with service thinking that we are here for others. But then in our discipleship process and our spiritual growth, we expand so we can align our gifts with this purpose to serve others. This is why we want to know our spiritual gifts, and we have spiritual gift tests and assessments. This is why we talk about our passions and desires, or as Rick Warren says, our our heart. Where is our heart? What are we passionate about, maybe even from God? What passions are inside of us? And then all of us have these different spiritual gifts, but we also have skills and abilities and and these things that we do well. And we have these personalities. You know, some people like working alone and getting something done, and other people are less concerned about doing a job and getting it done. They're just more concerned about being with people. We all have different experiences. We are all different types of people. See, whenever God gives us an assignment, here's what we can be assured of is he will equip us with what we need to accomplish the assignment he gave us. God gives assignments and it's to serve his mission. So we're exploring serving today and you can't earn the gifts that God gives you. In fact, 1 Corinthians talks about this, that we all have varying gifts and he names them. He names gifts in in this passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. He says, now there are various gifts, but the same Spirit. There are various uh, varieties of service, but the same Lord. There are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them in everyone. And here's what he says. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Our gifts are for the good of people. And he gives different gifts, and he names them. Wisdom. Knowledge. Faith, healing, miracles, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, tongues, interpretations of tongues. And there's other places in the Bible that lists different skills. We have all these different assessments. But I want you to hear 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11. All these are empowered by the one and the same spirit who apportions to each one individually. Are you ready for this? As he wills. Listen, we all have a design, and it's according to God's plan. We all receive gifts according to the will of the Spirit. As we explore serving, the idea is how can we be worshipers of God in our service? How can we truly benefit others, sow seeds that benefit others as we serve? The Spirit is in control, God is the provider and our guide. So there's a lot here today as we explore serving, and maybe you want to learn more or explore the idea of serving in your own life. I'd invite you to hire a discipleship coach. We would love to help you. We'd love to coach you in your spiritual life around discipleship topics. We do coaching around personal and business endeavors, really any area of your life. If you visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, you can actually complete a free coaching readiness questionnaire, and we would love to respond to that and support you in your endeavors in life, business, and spirituality. Just visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Today, as you listen, I just want to say thank you. Please be sure to follow this show and our podcast. And I want to thank you for listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Today's show has been brought to you by Professional Coach University. Maximize your potential at Professional Coach University, where you can become a certified coach or invest in yourself through personal development opportunities. Just visit professionalcoachuniversity.com and sign up for their email list. Hey, it's been a pleasure to be with you today as we have explored serving. I want to tell you that I am for you and God is for you. And if God is for you, who could be against you? You've been listening to Your Discipleship Coach on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life.
1: Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith.